Hollywood. That's gooey ballyhooly Hollywood. Where any office boy or young mechanic can be a panic with just the good looking pants. <laughs> Remind you of any movies? Hmm. Not really. I don't think so. It's the perfect ending song to the film Alpha Dog. Okay. Yeah. When Jesse James Hollywood goes on the run and they play this song to end the movie. Uh, every time I hear this song, or since I saw that movie, I think of that. I haven't seen that. that I, scene. I haven't seen the movie in a while. I watched it at your house. I remember it for the first time. Yeah, it's it's a good one. I enjoy yeah. that movie a lot. Nice. So, a lot of news this week. A lot of news. Hollywood is burning. We are going to talk about it at the end. It's a mess. Hope you guys got shows on backup, because uh, you might want to be rerunning some of these shows. Or maybe shows you uh, haven't seen, you might want to start and run through those. And also... It's going to be a long time before anything comes back, it seems. Also, be ready for a slew of reality shows to take over the airwaves once again. 15 years after the reality boom happened, it's going to happen all over again. Because Probably. actors can't act. So we'll talk and about that all at the end. The only the only thing is, is uh, a lot of people have cut cable. It's not like it was back then when everyone yeah. still had cable. So uh, we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah, we'll see. So we'll get into that. We had a good week going up to this. A lot of announcements, pretty much because they were trying to race to get all these deals done before the the strike took effect so we'll talk about all that at the end but let's get into a couple of food news with a <coughs> fat fuck segment which i don't have up here because i'm fat fat i'm fat come on Still in that food algorithm. McDonald's, they're going to phase out their apple fritter, blueberry muffin, and cinnamon rolls that they added in 2020, I believe. Um, McDonald's used to have, do you remember the Cinnabites? Did you, did, you did you ever have those? I never had them, no. They were really good, and they got rid of them during the pandemic or right before the pandemic. They were really good, and they replaced it with these three things. Um, got rid of them. Uh, cinnamon roll is the only thing that I really liked. I, I tried the other two, but the cinnamon roll is pretty good. We don't have, like, Cinnabon or anything like that. There would be a decent right. cinnamon, cinnamon bun or like something like that around here. So, I mean, it's McDonald's. What do you expect? But they're getting rid of that. They're reforming their breakfast dessert menu or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, I wanted to mention that. Gone viral this week, Burger King in Thailand doing this real cheeseburger with 20 slices of American cheese. No meat, just cheese. It's not even melted cheese. It's just slices of cheese on a burger bun. That's it. Sesame seed bun. Um, been viral. A lot of people in Thailand are kind of ordering it, going viral with their videos, showing them eating it and wincing at it. As strange as it sounds and looks, it does look very, very weird. It's like three inches of cheese over two yeah, buns. It's Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that too. Um, and finally, IHOP. What's your thoughts on IHOP? Uh, good. Good. I like IHOP. Uh, they have a good um, uh, country fried steak and eggs. I get that sometimes in the morning. Uh, pancakes are decent. Uh, make de pancakes are the easiest fucking thing to make in the world. So, And breakfast is also the most profitable meal in the world because it's so cheap to make most of it, except for the meats. Yeah. 
Um, and you turn and burn. Yep. So, they're coming out with these pancake tacos. Available at all the IHOP locations uh, for a limited time in four varieties. A caramel banana pancake taco. Uh, creamy cheesecake mousse drizzled with vanilla sauce. Uh, caramel sauce, sliced bananas, and, and folded, they're all folded into a silver dollar pancake. Uh, three of them. Um, the other one is a fresh strawberry cheesecake taco. Um, uh, fresh, fresh sliced strawberries, creamy cheesecake mousse um, inside of the pancakes as well. Um, breakfast pancake taco. Scrambled eggs, bacon, jack and cheddar cheese, a white cheese sauce folded inside the taco shell. And a country chicken and gravy taco. Crispy chicken, shredded hash browns, country gravy folded into the pancake. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, IHOP I like a lot. I like breakfast. Um, not a lot of really good breakfast places around besides IHOP. I mean, there's a couple of local ones, but they're always fucking busy this time of year. So I'm going to try this. I could probably do this at home just as easy. <laughs> that's, that's the thing about breakfast. There's no, There's nothing too fancy about a breakfast you can do pretty much everything at home that you want to do in a restaurant so um you wrote on here comic-con 23 a place yes. for podcasts you want to talk about that now yes um this is just a real quick thing because we talk about who's not going to comic-con which is um nobody everybody <laughs> but yeah nobody's going to comic-con but i do listen to real rejects and they are doing a hall h panel for their podcast live mm -hmm. and a few other podcasts are also still going um so like, this Smith? is a place to go. Yeah, it's a place to go check out uh, your favorite podcast live if they are going to Comic Con. Uh, I think Kevin Smith is probably going. Yeah, um, not sure doing Hollywood. Else. Real Rejects called. Yeah, they're doing that. The Babylon. Yep, Babylon. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, Kevin Smith's at Comic Con every year, anyways, for yep. his podcast and uh, hosting his movies. And stuff, so. He's got the movies uh, yeah. pop up too. Yep. Yep. So yeah, if you want to go to Comic Con, you won't see anything but podcasts. It's it's like you mentioned last week. This would be the year if you planned on going, and all of a sudden everything yep. got closed down. You'd be fucking pissed. Um, at mm -hmm. this at this point, we'll talk about it a little bit. We're gonna get into it later, but Comic Con is back to a comic book convention. There's no yep. real movie studios gonna be there. No actors gonna be there. It's been banned from the SAG AFTRA. They say, they say no promotion for any current projects. So if you're there signing, you could probably do that, but you can't promote anything that's currently or... You can't promote anything upcoming. You can promote yeah. everything. You can promote anything that's already out or do any signings. Yeah. It doesn't affect people doing signings. So yeah. if a Comic-Con comes to Boston or whatever, you can still go there and get autographs and yeah. pictures and stuff. Yeah, it's funny. I just saw that when we before we came on. Boston Comic-Con had posted a thing on there saying that... that they're not expecting any. It's all signings there. They're not expecting yep. any uh, changes. However, actors are weird, and they may still cancel, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, what we watched this week. I've been keeping up on Secret Invasion. I know you're probably, caught, you're probably done with it for yeah, now. Um, this episode was okay. Better than some of them. A lot of action at the end. Um, big death at the end. I'm going to give a little bit of spoilers um, for the next minute um talos gets shot by gravix and, and gets stabbed by gravix and ends up dying in front of nick fury as he's saving the president from this ambush um they're blaming it on the russians and the the scrolls are coming in and i was listening to hollywood babylon this or not hollywood babylon um batman beyond fat man beyond and i think it was mark bernard and brought up the one thing that the show is missing is the scrolls and said so the reason for that is because the actors that they got for this, they're not going to put them in makeup. And when they have such a big, huge name, they're not going to put them in makeup for 90% of the show. They want to show their faces. so Which is a big downfall for this um, for this show so far. Um, and I also, I realized when he was talking this week on that podcast, the actor who plays um, Gravix... I can't remember his name, but he's in a whole bunch of stuff. He was um, Malcolm X in um, that movie I was talking about on Amazon last year with Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X. I can't remember oh, the name yeah, of it. Yeah. I, I, I completely forgot one about night it because in Miami. Yes, that's Is it. it. One night in Miami. Yep. Okay. Um, and I completely forgot about it because he transforms into into character so well. And we're going to talk about it a little later. But there was a trailer that came out for a movie this week where he does a biopic for a very famous popular musician. Um, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. Um, but Secret Invasion, 
Um, decent episode this week. Not a lot of story. A little bit of backstory on how Nick Fury met his wife. Um, you also get a reveal, uh, a final reveal. Everybody already knew that Rhodey is a Skrull. Um, don't know how for for how long. Um, we don't know how that happened. Uh, Amelia Clark's uh, character died the last episode. Turns out she didn't really die. She she ended up getting the ext- extremist put into her. So when she was shot by Gravix at the end of last week's episode, um, it, she automatically was healed after. Um, so that, that was also part of this episode as well. It's decent. We've got two more episodes left. I'm not expecting much more from this show, except for a lead-up to... Um, the next project, which will probably be Armor Wars. I'm sure this will end with Rhodey being in a in a prison cell or a bunker somewhere hiding underground, being kept uh, being kept um, in stasis or something, where he'll the real Rhodey will be revealed at the end, and the the fake Rhodey will be killed. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, I watched something we talked about last week that you had never seen. We were talking about movies and songs, and we brought up Tiny Dancer. And you had never seen Almost Famous, so later on that night you started watching Almost Almost Famous. Yeah, it's very and good. I haven't seen it in a very long time, so I watched it last weekend as well. I watched. Did you watch the uh, director's cut or the original cut? I it was watched. Like, are they both on Voodoo? I th- I, I was. Uh, there was a bootleg. There's a bootleg cut. They call it the bootleg cut, um, and uh, then there's the regular cut. Um, I think I watched the regular. Yeah, I watched the bootleg. Um, just a lot, lot more stuff. But the movie is based off of Cameron Crowe's life. Well, he grew up, he was a young kid, became a writer, and was hired by Rolling Stone to follow around bands. Um, and the band that was based, uh, Stillwater, that's based in this movie, is a whole conglomerate of bands from the 60s, 70s that are co- combined into one, different different tropes. Like, um, in the movie, Billy Crudup, who, who plays the main character, says, I am a golden god. That is based off a true story of um, Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin doing the same exact thing on the balcony of a hotel room saying I am a golden god being drunk off of his ass so a lot of this stuff is based off of true real things that happened with rock stars but he put it all into this one great story about about rock stars and rock star life groupie life um, and I think I think this movie is a fantastic movie it's a great movie um, like I mentioned Billy Crudup is the star of it and you told me in a text message he's looked completely different, very young. He's got that. He's yep. got that. He's got that beard, facial hair stuff. It doesn't even look like the Billy Crudup we know now. Um, of course, Mister Manhattan and um, right. uh, Watchmen. I watched and all Watchmen. That. I watched Watchmen like two weeks ago. Yep. So. <laughs> very different. And that was that movie was almost ten years, well, probably seven years it was after. Two thousand one. Right? Yeah. 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 Two thousand one, and then Watchmen was two thousand nine. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that came out. That came out two thousand one. Um, Jason Lee. Um, right before My Name is Earl, right in the middle of his big, huge career at the time. Um, kind of laid low a little bit since then. This is also Kate Hudson's, yeah, one of retired. her first... Yeah, this is Kate Hudson's, one of her first movies. I thought she was great in this as well. Yep. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman plays a, uh, a uh, magazine executive, magazine writer. Um, kind of the... Um, Kind of the mentor to the, the little kid who's the Cameron Crow character that's based off of Cameron Crow, who's following this band around. Um, I thought he was great in this. I feel like Seymour Hoffman. I haven't seen enough with him. I need to watch more. Um, Frances McDormand. I thought this is one of her best roles. Uh, of course, Fargo. Uh, she's been in a lot of a lot of um, Coen Brothers stuff and this and that. Um, Anik Paquin. This is right after or right during the first X Men. It's probably filmed right around X Men time. So right in the middle of her fame as well. Um, a young Jer- Jay Burchell. Right yep. before. Um, Undeclared, right before Apatow movies and all that. Um, a young Eric Stone Street, if you ever watched Modern Family, he was a receptionist at a hotel desk. Uh, he looked a lot different because he was probably uh, 10 years before he did Modern Family. Um, Kyle Gass from Tenacious D had a really funny scene when he was a high radio announcer and he fell asleep yep. during the air and they were, they were all talking. Um, Nick Swordsman, uh, the comedian. Yep. Uh, the Adam Sandler. He, he was really young. Really young at the he time. Just, yeah. He was like, in, he was just a kid in the lobby that yelled out uh, Mick Jagger's name or somebody's name. Yep. Yep. Um, Jimmy Fallon plays a record exec or a uh, our uh, manager, and Mitch Hedberg, the comedian, was in this right before he died. Um, great movie. 
a lot of a uh, lot of Hollywood uh, rock star behind the scenes stuff, especially '70s traveling with the rock rock band, and of course one of my favorite scenes of all time, the Tiny Dancer scene, when the band is kind of in turmoil and they all sing the song to to kind of get the family back together. Thought it was great. I uh, love that movie. Also watched Mission, Impo- Mission Impossible number four, Ghost Protocol, for the very first time. Great movie. Not as good as the third one though. I did like the third one a lot. Um, the ending of this was pretty good. I don't know if they continued the story with him and his wife. I don't know if that continues at all. Um, I know that I know there's another woman that comes into the picture after four or five or five or six. I don't I don't know. I haven't watched him yet. This is the only one I've watched. But um, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Um, the uh, yeah, it was, it was a good movie. Um, uh, Jeremy Renner, right right during his whole rise as Hawkeye. Right before, um, I think this came out right before Avengers, where he had his big run as Hawkeye. But um, it was after the town, which he's great in the town. Um, and uh, zero, not Zero Dark Thirty. He was in Hurt Locker too, in, in like two thousand eight, two thousand seven, something yep. like that. But great movie. Um, getting closer to watching the next one. The uh, the not the next one, but the one that just came out yesterday, the day before the uh, Dead Reckoning Part One. So we'll get there eventually. Sometime this summer, hopefully. But that's pretty much it for what I watched. Did you watch anything besides Almost Famous or? Uh, nope, not really. Nothing to talk about. Okay, so let's get into the heavy news segment of the news. Lots of trailers. They wanted to release all this stuff so it could be promoted by the actors. So is a trailer roundup. First trailer this week was Napoleon, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Um, looks good. Joaquin does look a lot like if you ever see pictures of Napoleon through historical documents and stuff and historical um, paintings. Looks a lot like him. Um, great depiction. Um, I'm not sure where. I think this almost looks like it's going to cover his whole entire story of rise who's, and fall. Who's the uh, director of this? It's someone big, right? Yes. Uh, it's not. Is it Ridley Scott? Is it because it, it wasn't his? Yeah, what yeah I, it is. It was his it's return. The Gladiator. So yes, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. It was a return after Gladiator for him and, and uh, Joaquin. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Ridley Scott, uh, Napoleon looks good. Uh, November twenty second, that comes out. Um, I'm sure we'll watch it somewhere. For now. Whether. Yep. Yeah. For now. Um, another trailer, full trailer came out for Twisted Metal. Comes out in a couple weeks, July twenty seventh. The first episode, Twisted Metal, based off the video game series, starring um, Anthony Mackie. Um, Samoa Joe, Bill Hader doing the voice of the clown, um, also starring uh, Stephanie Beatrix um, from uh, yep. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, whole bunch of whole bunch of cast members. Looks good. Um, never played the game. I know you said you had before. Um, never played the game, but it looks really good. Uh, set in this like uh, in this apocalyptic world where everything is being being kept into these little encampments, and they have to go from city to city in these fast cars. Um, and each city is being, I guess, run by a certain conglomerate of people, and, and they have the lead character, like this clown person runs Las Vegas. Um, so yeah, interesting. I can't wait to see where the, what this show does. It does look good, um, and I know nothing about it. So uh, another full trailer for Ahsoka comes out next month, August twenty third, um, on Disney. Uh, Star Wars, of course. Rosario Dawson coming back. Um, I'm not going to be keep uh, catching up probably on Clone Wars before this comes out, and I, it looks like Clone Wars two for pretty much. So I, I hope I don't get lost in the mechanics of it too much, but we'll have to wait and see. It does look really good though. I'm All sure the videos. Will. I'm sure it'll be fine. Ray Stevenson looks great. Of course, he passed away recently. I think he's going to be a menacing yeah. villain in this. Um, so I have to wait and see. Next, I think this is the final trailer for Blue Beetle came out in DC. Um, I'm not sure what to think about this movie. It does look very, very good, um, but is DC is DC before everything kind of got changed? Everything yeah. has been rung in. Um, does look good. Looks like Iron Man meets Deadpool meets Venom. So uh, and the com- and the comedy is there. Um, so yeah, I have to wait and see. It does look really, really good though. I think um, we'll enjoy it, but uh, I don't know how much money it's gonna make. Yeah. Uh, luckily, because it was originally budgeted for HBO, I don't think it cost. I think yes. the budget's only like one twenty. Right. Um, it might have got bumped up when it got the theatrical release, but uh, it looks pretty good so far. So I can't wait to see it. 
Yeah, and the stakes probably aren't going to be that high. I mean, you're already we already know everything's being rebooted. There's more. Mm-hmm. We're going to have more news this week about the Superman Legacy movie. But why why would you have stakes in this movie when you know everything's going to change? Um, yep. And even I think today James Gunn said that um, Blue Beetle. He kind of he kind of I don't think he said it, but he kind of he kind of went around that it's not part of his DCU vision. So we'll have, to, we'll have to wait and see. Right. It's just allegedly the character will be part of it, but this movie may not count in continuity, in continuity right. Yeah, with right. the rest of it. Um, it's all weird because nobody really knows what's going to happen because Peacemaker is kind of going to be the only like carryover. But the rumor is that no one's going to remember the past DC stuff except for Peacemaker, which brings a whole lot of like comedic aspects to what could mm. be in Peacemaker and Waller. And that Peacemaker Season 2 is pretty much going to be the final nail for the old DCEU where they're doing it just because they are already starting production on it okay, okay. before we put everything on hold for, for Legacy. Um, those are just rumors I've heard. Um, but uh, we'll have to wait and see on that. Yeah. That'll be a few years down the line. So I mean, yeah, we won't get Peacemaker Season 2 until 2026 probably at the yeah. earliest. And finally this week, I thought this trail looked great. Um, I wasn't sure how it was gonna, how, what I was going to think of it, but it's an origin uh, story. Of Willy Wonka, Timothy looks Chalamet. Fantastic. It looks incredible, and him yeah. portraying—he is portraying a version of Willy Wonka of um, Gene Wilder, right. down to the accent, down to the the mannerisms and everything. Um, I think he's great. Um, this is him as a kid, as he's trying to kind of figure out his chocolate factory, chocolate uh, confectionery. Um, also, it shows him finding an Oopa Loopa who was played by um, um, Hugh Grant. A little funny dancing scene at the end, I think. And yep. he also does the flute from the original movie. So this is based off the movie, the first movie with, with, with Gene Wilder as well, where the remake that happened 10 years ago, 15 years ago, wasn't. The uh, Johnny Depp one? The Johnny yeah. Depp one. That was fucking weird as hell. That was based off the book. Um, this is this is a continuation of that story. If they're playing the music from the first one, so that's awesome. Um, I can't wait for this. It looks really good. He looks amazing. Um, we'll talk about that more. It comes out at Christmas time, so we'll talk about it then. Um, let's get into the rest of the news. Insidious, the Red Door. Are you into the Insidious movies? Um, I know. I know. Um, I liked um, the first. There, I liked the first one or two, and they're related to the other series of movies too, which I can't remember the name of right now. Oh, is that? Um, I was going to ask you that too. Are they related to the Conjuring movies? Yes, Conjuring is yes, yeah, same universe. Okay, same universe. Okay, I was wondering that. So they are related. Um, so yeah, yep. how, I don't know what movie this is in the in the, the in the, the catalog. This fifth is the one. Fifth wow. Insidious. It's like the I think there was three of the others. So it's like the eighth or ninth movie in the Jesus. series. Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, there's a lot to this, and uh, Patrick Wilson, of it's, course, is a star. Uh, Rose Byrne. It's his uh, directorial debut. Oh no, sh- oh no shit, I didn't know that. Yep. Um, but yep. it did win up the box office last weekend. $32 million. Uh, won the box office. Um, for, a, for a horror movie, that's pretty damn good, that's I would think, this time of year. That's incredible. Yeah. A horror um, movie that comes out in July. Yeah, that that's pretty awesome. That is really good. Yep. I'm surprised this isn't a uh, fall movie, to be honest, because that's when a lot of horror movies are like late summer. A lot of times it'll be like late August. My my favorite type of horror movies are like haunted movies. Is, would I like would I like this series like haunted haunted stories or is it is it scare is it jump I think scare? So. Okay. I think you'd like it's that's not my type of horror movie, so that's why I, I'm just kind of iffy on the whole series. I'm more of a slasher guy, um, but these are more of like a ghost and haunting type stuff. So you probably okay. be more into it. And I don't think they're rated R. I think they're PG thirteen. Okay. Okay. Um, a lot of jump scares, though. A few, yeah. I mean, okay. it's been a while, so I've seen any of them, but yeah. Okay. All right, maybe we'll get into that. Um, big news this week. Broke on Monday morning. Um, Ryan Reynolds decided to post on his Instagram stories a picture of himself in costume, uh, walking along the road with Hugh Jackman in costume as Wolverine, um, with the iconic yellow suit, blue accents on the suit. No mask, though. Um, up to the with, he doesn't have he does have uh, no he has sleeves. Um, of course, the character in the comic books doesn't have sleeves, so we'll see what happens with that. I don't I, I don't know why they went with that, but um, it looks great. It just proves how Brian Singer was a dick about not putting the suit on him for so long, um, and it worked because he said it wouldn't work with him. It fucking works. It looks amazing, um, and it looks incredible. 
geek world went nuts. I went nuts. Um, it's amazing. I can't wait for this movie. Um, everything about it, and we're going to talk about it a little bit now, but spoiler alert, if you don't want to know anything about this, skip the next 30 seconds. The reason that he released that Monday morning is because later on that night, they uh, were filming outdoors, and they knew that they were going to be getting some paparazzi taking shots of behind-the-scenes stuff. And there is a 20th, 20th Century Fox signage from the beginning of the 20th Century Fox. Like, dun 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 That whole 20th Century Fox stone thing where Wolverine and Deadpool are fighting in front of it in ruins. So what we've been speculating probably is going to take place is um, Deadpool killing the Fox universe. Literally destroying the Fox universe. Um, I can't fucking wait for this movie. It also looks like there's like a rocket or a... Uh, Almost like a rocket or a uh, nuclear yeah. warhead or something sticking out of the ground. I don't know. I can't fucking wait for this movie. Um, uh, also, Deadpool 3. More former X-Men cast members rumored to be coming in. Um, big ones being Patrick Stewart and McKellen reprising their roles for as Professor Xavier, Xavier and Magneto. Um, also, um, Wanda of Scarlet Witch rumored to be in, been on set filming a scene. Um, speculation and rumors being that she was filming a scene with Fompka Jensen, who was already mentioned being a part of this cast as uh, Jean Grey coming back. A scene with two mega-powered mutants going after each other. Also, a rumor that she had a scene with Magneto where Magneto acknowledges this Wanda from Earth-338 being the daughter of Magneto, which is comic book accurate. Um, not accurate, of course, in the MCU, but for this purposes, yes, that would be awesome. Um, especially if this is the last last ride for Anne McKellen as Magneto. Um, it would be amazing if they actually did something like this. Um, we'll have to wait and see. I can't fucking wait for this movie. Um, <laughs> and we may have to wait for this movie. We'll talk about that later. Um, we've been talking a lot about the bear in the last couple of weeks. And one of the one of the lead characters of that movie, Ebon Moss, Brock Rock... Um, he's great. Uh, Richie in that show and the bear is awesome. I saw this rumor. I wanted to bring it up. It was a rumor of the Fantastic Four. We're talking a lot about that as well in the casting of Fantastic Four and who's going to be playing the four main characters of that, mo of that movie. Um, the big rumor was Adam Driver playing Mr. Fantastic, Mar Margot Robbie playing Sue Storm, Invisible Woman, um, and David Diggs from Hamilton playing The Thing. And then the rumor came out this week that this man, who played Richie and the Bear, could be in the running to play the thing. And then I yep. thought, Jesus Christ, this would be the perfect casting of a movie. Yep. He's a Jewish actor, who the thing, Ben Grimm, is a Jewish um, character. One of the one of the only Jewish characters, I believe, in the, in the Marvel Universe. I mean, he's straight out of New York, so it makes sense. Right. Um, it would be perfect for that. Um, he'd, do have to do, he'd have to do mocap a lot, but he's got the voice... He's got the look. He's got the attitude for the thing. This is this is amazing, and amazing casting him, idea. He can very much like Tom Hardy, where you can put a mask on Tom Hardy and you can still get emotion from the other yeah. aspects of his face. Yeah. Uh, he's very similar. He's you can get emotion out of his eyes, his face. He's going to be like Andy Serkis playing uh, yep. Gollum or oh, you're right. Caesar. Uh, it's going to be similar to that. Like he can, I think he'll be. I think he'll absolutely kill this role if he gets it. God, I, I hope, hope he, he gets does. It. I hope he does um, too. And I hope he can work around and still do another two seasons or three seasons of the Bear. <laughs> yep. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see where that goes to. Um, rumors, of course, that they're trying to lower the budget of that movie because the casting budget was going to be ridiculous if you're going to have Adam Driver and Margot Robbie as the leads right. for a very first movie we want to do a franchise of. Um, and this will shoot him to superstardom. He's already pretty popular from the Bear and Richie. He's, he's a big one of those guys that you don't know his name. Well, he's got a weird name anyways, but you'd look at him, you've seen him in a million things, and you just don't know his name. Funny, funny, funny... Uh, I'm not sure if he's a comedic actor, what you would call him, but he's very natural, very great. I think yeah. he'd be great as a thing. We'll talk about that more later. Hopefully more news eventually will come out about that in a year or so. Um, Bob Iger. We'll talk a lot about him tonight. Um, extends his contract with Disney as the CEO through 2026. Um, also admits that many Marvel television shows on Disney Plus hurt the Marvel brain, which we've been talking about forever. Yeah, no shit. 
Um, they ended up making a number of television series, and frankly, a diluted focus and attention. He is so fucking right on that. Um, we've also we've all we've all noticed the input the output has slowed down in, in the last year since he came back from uh, Bob Chapquitic, whatever the hell his name is, left. Um, JPEG. Yeah, that's it. When he when he got fired, he came back, took over, and kind of slowed things down, rightfully so. Um, so yeah, we're not going to see too many TV shows on Disney Plus. They're gonna they're gonna want to market the movies because that's where they fucking make their money. Um, well, kind of not not nowadays. People are people are expecting something to be on streaming. That's the problem. Um, it's like me. I'm not gonna go see a movie that I know is gonna be streaming a month or two weeks later. Right. Uh, especially like I wanted to low see, budget. Uh, that, I wanted to see that Wes Anderson movie, uh, and it was I was gonna go last week. Um, Asteroid City. And I was like looking at the numbers of what's made in the box office, and I was like, I'll just wait. It's probably gonna be on streaming in exactly. one or two weeks. And it came out yesterday, so yep. I acquired it. Yep. Uh, and same with the tr- new Transformers is also out. Yep. And what uh, Flash comes out on Tuesday? Flash so, yeah, comes out yeah. Tuesday or Friday, the seventeenth. So yeah. Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Hollywood is a mess, but the movie the movie theaters are probably. I don't know how they're gonna survive. I, I, unless they change, unless they change the focus of, of how they, how they do movies, um, I don't know. Um, they've already, it's a weird business already because they rely on concessions rather than the, yep. the, they don't get any money from the ticket sales. So it's it's a it's a weird it's a weird thing, um, and the, and the TVs and homes are getting bigger, lighter, easier and cheaper yep. to buy. Um, as well as the stereo systems and everything else that you can have at your own house, so it's uh, it's a weird thing. I love movies and I love going to the movies and seeing movies as well. But um, if if you if you want to have snacks or anything like that, if you're into that, um, you're talking at least twenty yeah. thirty bucks on top I of never, the movie tickets. I rarely ever get snacks at the movies. You get a, you get a beer every once in a while, but yeah, I mean, that, even that's even that's even that's yeah. I don't I usually don't because it's like yeah. thirteen bucks or whatever. Um, you also talked about selling some of the TV assets as it as it prepares for the death of cable. Um, Disney could sell some of those as, uh, those uh, assets because, of course, they bought 20th Century Fox uh, last year or a couple of years ago. Um, and Bob Iger discussing in an interview with CNBC that, well, we could sell some of that stuff and and kind of make a profit on. On that, uh, talking about FX, uh, I think Nat, uh, Natural Geographic Channel, so stuff like yep. that. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, I don't know if they'll sell the Fox catalog because they own they own Simpsons, they own a whole bunch of other stuff. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, Robert Downey Jr. says he's happy that he's done with Marvel movies. Um, everybody wants him to come back. I kind of do too, just as a cameo. But I know I know Secret Wars is pretty much like. The conglomerate of everything from the first three three um, sagas or th- uh, two phases is going to be the end of everything. Um, kind of like we knew Endgame was going to be the end of phase phase or the first saga. It seems like Secret Wars is going to be the end of everything. Even it could be even the end of um, Fox Universe, Marvel, everything Marvel prior to that. Um, so I'd love to see him come back at least one more time. Maybe not as the Tony Stark we know, but another variant. I would love to see him come back. At, 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 we watched Doctor Strange a couple years ago last year, um, the Multiverse of Mad- Madness. I'd like to see him come back for revenge of uh, of everything that Wanda did in that movie and killed all the Illuminati. I would love to see him maybe come back and do something with that um, because he is in that world. He created all the uh, Ultrons in that world. It would be cool if he did something like that. Um, I don't know if he will or will or not. Um, if the paycheck's there, which they're trying to budget cut, I don't know if the paycheck will ever be there to that to that level ever again. But um, he's also 100 percent concerned that working in the MCU could impact his acting skills. Of course, he's in Oppenheimer, um, and he has a, he's he's getting praise for that movie. That movie's getting a lot of praise. Um, comes out next week. I, I really want to see it. Um, yeah, we'll try to get to it Friday. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, Ro- yeah, I-, I can't wait for that. Robert Downey's in it. Um, we'll talk about that soon. Um, Marvel Studios' next special presentation um, could be the last one. Um, Marvel reducing the number of projects. We already talked about it with Bob Iger kind of uh, simmering down the TV aspect of Disney Plus and the Marvel shows. Um, 
Special presentation, rumored, we rumored, we talked about it, the Mephisto one-shot could have could have been uh, filmed, but they're saying that's not it. Um, it's a story about Witch's Road, which I have no, no idea what that is, but it's set in the Scarlet Witch story, uh, comic book story world. Um, and it's and it, they shot it during Ag Agatha Covenant of Chaos when it was in production last year. Um, so yeah, I don't know anything about that. I don't know if that, that will come in, into a fruition or not. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Um... I know you watched Guardians of the Galaxy last week. You watched it with a commentary. Uh, you heard a lot of yep. stuff about that. Um, and I know in the commentary, oh, James Gunn talked about plans for legendary Star Wars, uh, Star Lord movie. The uh, Snyderverse is going absolutely crazy about how he's quote unquote already planning his escape from his DCU because he knows it's <laughs> going to fail because of this. <laughs> and I'm like, no, guys, no, like, like, no. He just mentions that he and Chris Pratt have been talking about what a solo Star Lord movie would be like and he threw out some ideas in it and then people just the internet's just running with that saying that he's afraid of his DCU failing and he's already going to be working for Marvel again in two years and Superman Legacy is never coming out um, and it's like that's not how the industry works but I'll let you cook yeah yeah it's it's yeah. uh yeah I, I I wish all the success for James Gunn it's a huge yeah. loss in Marvel um, I am looking forward to see where the Star Lord character goes. It seems like he's the only he's the only outlier from that whole entire Guardians team. Maybe yeah. maybe that maybe the new Rocket the new Rocket led team will be a part of it, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, also in that commentary track, he also talked about Lamb Shank. Lamb Shank. It's that weird weird grotesque character in Guardians of the Galaxy three. Um, he originally wrote that for Stan Lee before Stan Lee passed. He wrote that for him. Um, and didn't he do the vo he ended up doing the voice for it in the movie I believe um, I think so yeah yep um, yeah because so yeah. um, that's another thing the Snyder's verse was showing pictures of Snyder's cameo and in his movies and then a picture of James Gunn cameoing in his and apparently that's a bad thing to be cameoing when you're a grotesque monster and yeah. not just sipping coffee in a cafe like in Justice League <laughs> um, he also talked about when Threads came out last week he did a little quick uh thing on there. They wrote a short film explaining the origin of how Rocket and Groot met. Um, it was even storyboarded and location scouted. Um, they did test footage for it. Um, some of it was seen in San Diego Comic-Con in the trailer that they cut together. Um, but uh, he didn't have time to do it as Volume 1 amped up. Um, they were going to have all of them imprisoned in a deep well in the ground. Um, that's how they're going to meet. Uh, I always, I always thought that was the one missed opportunity with Groot and Rocket is their origin story. Yeah. But um, I thought maybe the Groot, the I Am Groot TV show that kind of went <laughs> would have so, shown yeah. some of that, but it didn't. I think that would have been a better uh, story if they did. I, I thought when watching Guardians in the theater, Guardians Three, um, during all the flashback scenes, I thought the final flashback would actually oh, be him meeting Groot um, or something yeah, like been. that, but that just never happened. Yeah, that would have been, that been good. I would have liked that, but yeah, it didn't happen. Uh, speaking of James Gunn, um, he has made it clear that he wants to release a wide array of superhero films, um, and he wants to make a Huntress movie starring a Korean lead star, um, and it was also going to be a Korean language movie. Um, what are your thoughts about him doing that kind of a weird language, Korean language movie like that? I say go for it. If you can, if the story is good enough, then why not? I used to know a little bit about the Huntress, but I can't I can't tell you off the top of my head of yeah, her character. Yeah, I know very little about her. Um, but um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. James Gunn has a has a very unique mind as far as obscure characters, and this uh, leads right into that. Vigilante, Peacemaker. Um, he says he will return before Peacemaker Two, um, probably in Creature Commandos. By the sound of it, I was um, say either Creature Commandos or Waller. But I don't yes. know if that's going to come out before Peacemaker Two or not. So right, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I forgot that Waller movie. Yeah, that 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 Waller, the whole entire Peacemaker universe being connected to this new universe. It's it's so weird, yeah. especially. That's why I said like it kind of makes sense if like Peacemaker is kind of the only one that remember, and then they kind of end it with Peacemaker season two, and just get rid of them. I mean, I assume that they had something with uh, what's her name plays Waller, so they felt like. They don't want to get rid of one yeah. of the best actors in Hollywood or piss her off. Um, so they kind of gave her her own show. But yeah, that's a whole... That's a very odd thing that's still connecting to the new stuff, apparently. And in Peacemaker... Uh, I would love Vigilante in Creature Commandos. Because I like Vigilante a lot. 
Peacemaker season one, who are the superheroes of the Justice League that were shown their face of in that in that sequence? So uh, was it was Aquaman? It was it was Aquaman, Flash, Superman. They didn't show his face, but he was there, right? Right. Um, floating and Wonder Woman. Um, the only people they showed was Flash and Aquaman. Okay, they so it's only those two, which are kind of the two that yeah. he he's been leaning on as far as the characters that could be part of his universe. I don't. I don't see. I don't see Jason Momoa being part of his universe. I don't know. Um, I don't I'm, see. I definitely don't see Ezra being part of anybody's no. universe ever going forward. No. Um, he didn't prove himself for a while, anyways, for a long time. Um, but yeah, the Momoa stuff, like I said, they could all end that during Peacemaker Two or Waller. Um, see where they go. Uh, I'm sure he's going to want his own Flash, uh, more of a traditional looking Flash. Yes. Um, Grant so. Gustin. <laughs> Perfect fucking casting. Do it. So, yeah. It's already been done, but... Um, Superman Legacy cast Hawkgirl, Mr. Terrific, yep. and the Green Lantern. Um, Green Lantern being Guy Gardner, Nathan Fillion. Yep. Um, he's been affiliated with James Gunn for a very, very long time. He was in Guardians 3. He played one of the kind of weird villains in that movie. Um, he was in uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Firefly and all that stuff in the early 2000s. Um, also, uh, Barry actor Anthony Kerrigan, who I don't know, I don't know if I've seen him in anything, because I've never watched Barry, but he's playing a Metamorpho, a character was, called uh, Metamorph Metamorpho. Dr. Zaziz, is that his name, the Batman villain? He yes. was him in Gotham. He okay. Gotham. Yeah, I haven't caught up on Gotham either. Um, but he's going to be in, uh, he's going to be in Superman Legacy as, uh, Metamorpho. Um, don't know much about the character, um, looks weird. So yeah, I don't know, but he's he's bringing in a lot of obscure characters. I know it's one of his favorite characters. Um, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I know you're a big Call of Duty player. Um, the boy, oh, excuse me, the the boys. Um, the characters of the boys were brought into that game this week: Homelander, Starlight, um, and oh, I think nice. um, um, Black Noir. You play them as the characters. I know a lot of people who play that game are complaining about Homelander, maybe because you can't fly. I don't know what what the complaint is. That'd um, probably be it. Yeah, because I mean, what do you expect? It's pretty much just a skin, right? You don't have any of the powers yeah. or anything. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, a little bit of a crossover with that. Um, speaking of the boys, the spinoff Gen V premiere in September. They released a little poster of that with a character, uh, kind of looks like a human torch, godlike character. Yep. I don't know. I don't know what it what it's representing, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, also released the date of a Mr. and Mrs. Smith remake with uh, Donald Glover coming out in uh, November on Amazon Prime as well. Why? Um, no idea. I Must love Donald Glover and I, I do watch too. it, but like, why? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea why, but yep. Um, John Cena's character in the Barbie movie was revealed. He's going to be playing Mermaid Ken. They showed him in a reveal dressed in a, as an actual mermaid with long blonde hair. And a mermaid he tail. Atrocious. He looks fucking <laughs> he looks atrocious. But, yeah, I mean, if he's funny, I, I'm hearing really good things. And they're saying Ryan Gosling could be up for an Oscar. An Oscar for the Barbie movie. So, wow. Well, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, maybe we'll watch it. Who knows? Um, Stranger Things. I think we talked a couple weeks ago about The Last of Us having a house at Halloween Horror Nights. Well, they announced that Stranger Things is also going to have a house there. Um, so if this is the year of going to Halloween Horror Nights, if you wanted to take the trip in October, um, this would be the year for it. Um, I know, I know those theme houses are pretty damn cool. They have all the, all the cool, yeah. uh, Universal Park, um, special effects. So they're really, really cool, um, compared to a, just a regular haunted house you'd go to in your neighborhood. But, um, Gotham, speaking of Gotham. Um, he's also in Shameless, Cameron Monaghan. He's in the Star Wars games. Um, he is cast in Tron 3. Um, I like him a lot in Shameless. I started watching that a yeah, few months ago. he's awesome in Shameless. Yeah, he's awesome in he's that. He's good in Gotham also. Yeah, and he's the Joker. I haven't I haven't watched uh, Gotham that much. Uh, I think I watched a couple episodes of the first season. but um, Fast and the Furious. Coming out with a roller coaster in Universal Studios in Hollywood. Um, yeah. Supposed to have innovative technology. It hasn't been done. Yeah, I don't know either. There's that the, seems like a slam dunk idea. Yeah, yeah, they have all those weird rides, uh, car fast rides, roller coaster rides. So yeah, um, Rain Wilson, 
I love The Office. It's one of my favorite shows. I can put it on in the background. I've seen every episode <coughs> hundreds of times, probably. Um, he said he was unhappy starring in The Office. He was making hundreds of thousands of dollars, and he wanted millions. But he was a TV star, and he wanted to be a movie star. Wow, 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 wow. Nobody knows who you are because you're Dwight fucking Stroot. That's who you are. Um, I, 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 I love him in The Office. I, I don't know why he didn't negotiate for more because by the end, he was the only reliable part of that show. I mean, Jim and Pam were too, but he was a comedy relief when Steve Carell left for at least two seasons. Um, and I don't know why he didn't he didn't milk them for as much money as he could and he got the Seinfeld money, a million per episode. I think he very well could have. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, it's just a, he's just a weird guy to begin with. Um, and this week... Before we get into all the SAG after stuff, the Emmys were announced on Wednesday or Tuesday. Yep. Tuesday. Um, Last of Us nominated for twenty-four Emmys, including Best Drama, Lead Actor, and Lead Actress. Um, the leader of all the nominations was Succession, which I haven't gotten into. Um, Makes sense. White Lotus, which I haven't watched. Um, Ted Lasso got twenty-one nominations. The Bear got thirteen. Um, going for Best Drama Series this year. Andor, The Crown, which I haven't seen, Last of Us, White Lotus, Yellow Jackets, which I hear is good, um, Succession, House of the Dragon, and Better Call Saul. A lot of those you've seen. What are your thoughts I on think, that? I think Succession and Better Call Saul okay. are going to do pretty well. Although, Better Call Saul has been nominated for 80-something Emmys, and it hasn't won a single one. Jesus. Wow. Uh, the, one I would expect, the one I would expect it to win is Bob Odenkirk. Okay. Um, for best actor, um, but I I think Succession is going to take them all. Um, I haven't finished the last season, um, but I've. I mean, it's the last season of the show, so it's like I think Game of Thrones even cleaned up on their last season. So. Mm -hmm. um, best comedy series, Abbott Elementary, good show. Uh, a lot of a lot of off. It's kind of a lot like The Office. Um, the Bear, of course. I think The Bear is going to win it this year, even though it's up against Ted Lasso. The Bear is getting yeah. a lot of recognition by uh, ho by Hollywood and uh, by the press yeah. right now. Uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel, also a show that's getting a lot of recognition. Barry, um, Jury Duty, which I don't know anything about. Um, Only Murders in the Building, another great fucking show. You haven't watched any of that, have you? No. Uh, it's a good show. Wednesday, gr another good show. I think out of all those, I think The Bear is probably the leader of that. Just, this is all probably going to win. Yeah. Uh, Ted Lasso might be up there. I'm just yeah. very surprised that Shrinking wasn't nominated. I'm very shocked at Shrinking, and I don't think Harrison Ford was uh, was lead that lead actor in the comedy either, um, yeah. which is like, weird. I don't think they got any nominations. No, they might have, but I'm not sure. Um, lead actor in a drama, Pedro Pascal for The Last of Us, incredible acting in that in that role. Um, and three actors from Succession for the very first time were nominated in one single category for one for a single show. Um, Brian Cox, who was in X Men and a whole bunch of other stuff, and one of the Culkin, Kieran, Kieran Culkin, the younger brother yeah, of Macaulay. Kieran Culkin's awesome on that show. That's why he's the reason yeah. why I kept watching. He is incredible. Um, but like I said, I think Bob Odenkirk's going to take it. Um, I don't think Brian Cox was in enough of the mm. show this year. Um, so yeah, for me, it would probably be between Odenkirk and Culkin. Um, although Pascal was amazing. Yep. Um, lead actor in a comedy, Bill Hader for Barry, Martin Short in Only Murders in the Building, um, Jeremy, Jeremy Allen White for The Bear. I think he, he's great in that. Jer uh, Jason Siegel for Shrinking. Oh, there we go. There's the Shrinking one. There's one Shrinking. Uh, Jason Sudeikis and Ted Lasso. I don't know who would win that. Um, I think Jeremy Allen White. Yeah, I, mean, I those, think... I, that, his monologues he gives on that show are just fucking class yeah. acting. acting. Yeah. yeah, he's great. Um, lead drama <laughs> actress... Um, <coughs> Your cough button's not working, by the way. Oh, it's not? No. My mute's, my mute's not working? No, not at all. Interesting. Well, then. No. Every single cough. Um, lead actress in a, in a drama. Um, the only one of note for me is Bella Ramsey in The Last of Us. Um, everything else I haven't seen. So, um, Lead actress in a comedy. Um, Wednesday, Jenna Ortega. The only other, only, only person in that category that I recognize. Supporting drama actor. Um, out of all these, da, 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 I haven't seen any of these shows, so I don't care. Alexander Skarsgård for Succession. I know he's getting a lot of uh, praise for that show. 
Um, supporting drama, uh, Better Call Saul. I don't know any of those actors at all. I know you know probably Rhea, Rhea Seahorn. I don't know if she's yep, any good in that funny. show. Um, supporting comedy actor, um, Ted Lasso, Brett Goldstein, and Phil Dunster up against each other. Uh, Yvonne Moss Bacharach from The Bear, we just talked about a minute ago. Um, Henry Winkler and Barry, Anthony Kerrigan, we just talked about a few minutes ago in Barry. Um, I think uh, out of all those, Brett Goldstein should win. Just because I like him a lot. Uh, although even Moss Bachrock is fucking amazing in The Bear. Um, out of those two, I don't know who I would pick. Uh, if if this if The Bear runs with every single category and wins, um, I don't I don't know I don't I don't know I don't know what the I know what you and I think about the show and I know a lot of people love the right. show. I'm just not what sure what the outside world thinks about it. Um, kind of I'm not in the loop of that. Um, sporting comedy actress. Um, Ayo Idabri, who plays um, um, the lead in The Bear, the other lead, um, she's up for it. Uh, Hannah Waddington um, and Juno Tempo from uh, uh, Ted Lasso, also up for a nomination. Um, limited series lead actor, Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al is now an Emmy-nominated performer. Yep. He's going to be an EGOT before he dies. <laughs> Um, Evan Peters for Dahmer. I tried to watch that. I couldn't get through it. Um, he should win, but we'll see. Michael Shannon for George and Tammy. Michael Shannon, great actor. Um, outstanding television movie. Hocus Pocus 2 was okay. Prey was pretty good. Weird Al Story also, of course, uh, up for that as well. Um, Weird Al Story got eight nominations. Outstanding lead actor, television movie, picture editing, casting movie, uh, music, lyrics, Mixing sound, writing, blah, 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 blah. Um, outstanding special effects in a season or a movie. Uh, Last of Us, Andor, House of Dragon, Rings of Power, and Mandalorian. Where do you, who do you think would take that prize? I think Rings of Power is going to take it. Um, yeah, I think so too. It just looked incredible. And I mean, it was a half a billion dollar show. And you could see a lot of that was put into the effects of the show. Yes. It just looked outstanding. Um, besides that, I'd probably say House of the Dragon was most impressive. The dragons looked really good. Yes. Um, Last of Us was good, um, but that was more of a human story. You didn't yes. get to see a lot of the... I was going to say the like same if thing. If it was more of the zombie type stuff, I think Last of Us could have had a shot. Uh, Mandalorian is kind of similar. There wasn't too much. But I mean, like all of Rings of Power and all of House of the Dragon were done with CGI. Um, and they both looked fantastic. But I think Rings of Power is going to take it. Yep. And um, it, it probably has to for Amazon to be happy with the fact that a lot of people didn't like the show. Yeah. Um, outstanding guest actress in a drama series. Um, three actors from The Last of Us uh, up for that. Three actors from Secession for up to that nomination. Yep. Um, outstanding guest actor in a drama series. Um, four episodes. Four actors from Last of Us up for it, including Nick Offerman, who I think should fucking win. Um, and also yeah. his uh, his partner in that episode um, also up, uh, Murray Bartlett. Um, outstanding guest star in a comedy series. John Bernthal for The Bear, um, Oliver Platt for The Bear, um, Sam Richardson for Ted Lasso, Nathan Lane for Only Mur Murders in the Building. I think all out of all of those, um, I think probably John Bernthal and The Bear. The only thing, yeah. the only thing with that is it's only they're only doing the first season of The Bear, which he wasn't in much of the first season. Oh yeah, if it is the first season, then yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, maybe second season. Yeah. yeah, maybe second season it would be more. Um, Welcome to Wrexham, outstanding uh, reality television series. Um, uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, uh, McElhenney. Um, Obi-Wan got nominated for Outstanding Limited and Anthology Series. Miss um, Marvel got three nominations. And Ray Liotta receives a posthumous Emmy nomination for Blackbeard, which, or Blackbird, which I never saw. Um, yeah, Chadwick that's the Boseman. show I watched that's absolutely amazing. Oh, nice. Uh, I checked Chadwick, it out on the podcast. That's right, I remember, yep. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, Carrie Fisher, and Anthony Bourdain, all uh, posthumous Emmy, Emmy nominations. He's also included in that list now. Well, that was going to be the end of the show until yesterday. Hollywood shuts down. Actors in the union voted to strike, and at midnight last night, they stroke. They struck, they stroke, whatever you want to call it. And Hollywood is officially shut down. They put out their parameters. Uh, it was right actually during the Oppenheimer premiere across this, across overseas 
Um, all the cast were there. They came. They came to the premiere an hour early because they knew they were going to be leaving. Um, and, and they walked out of the premiere. Christopher Nolan and all of the cast. They announced their departure. Um, they're going to go write their picket signs, and, that's, and then they just left. Um, movie premiered, um, and then SAG AFTRA came out with their their rules for the strike: no premieres, no award shows, no social media promotion, promos, videos, whatever, no voice acting, no comic book conventions promoting current projects. Or 90s con from any past or present work under that's under SAG after contract, so pretty much only signings and stuff. Um, they can't go to film festivals, so yeah, it's it's a, it's a mess. Uh, everything is shut down. They can't act, of course. So all productions got shut down, including Deadpool three, officially shut down today. Um, Mission Impossible eight officially shut down. Venom three officially shut down. Everything is done. Um, the only thing that's aren't that isn't done. SAG-AFTRA is officially shut down in America. I can't remember the name of it. I think it was like Infinity. or I can't remember what it is. But um, the Writers Guild in England is not shut down. And they have to work. Even if they're part of SAG-AFTRA, they have to work in England or else they'll get, they'll, they'll get sued. So um, House of the Dragon Season 2 is going to continue producing uh, production despite the strike. Um, and a few other projects as well. They just won't be filming. They'll just have to do the other work around, I guess, right? No, they're fil- they're filming because it's a British. It's filmed in Britain and it's oh, a br- okay. British. Gotcha. It's a Britain. It's a Britain um, led gotcha. cast. Um, I, they were saying that they were gonna get a. They're gonna they're gonna go around that with Deadpool three as well because it's being filmed in I think uh, Britain as well or, or UK or somewhere, and uh, they were gonna get around that, but they ended up canceling it anyway because the actors are American. And they're working for After SAG After. Then Bob Iger decided to say that writers and actors have unrealistic, unrealistic expectations with the strikes. Hollywood went after him. All the actors are going after him, telling him to go back behind your desk and shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, I, I think at this point, the executives probably should shut their mouth. <laughs> they Especially, have uh, Zoloff. Yes. Yeah. Who There's that a, name? And finally, Hollywood Studios plans on waiting until writers go broke to resume the negotiations in the fall, maybe in the winter time. They want to break the Writers Guild. Um, As major Hollywood Studios plan to wait until the writers go on strike um, to go broke before resuming the negotiations, they want them to be bleeding. They want them to be hurting, so they're looking to, to get out of it. It's such a bad fucking business model for them. I I I hate executives to begin with. They they're 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 nasty. They're sitting up on their in, in their throne rooms and their big huge high scra- skyscrapers, coming up with all the ways of Hollywood and and that's the whole reason why a lot of movies and a lot of comic movies suck. Not nowadays, but back in the day. Just movies in general is because you're always looking for the bottom line, the money, rather than the qu- the quality. Um, we see we see some of that nowadays, but the qual- it seems like the quality aspect of Hollywood has been a lot more prominent in, what, in the last decade. You would think. Yeah. Um, but back in the day, it was all about fucking money. That's why you saw a movie like Batman and Robin come out in, in 1997. They gave no fucks and just released it. They said, "Oh, we'll just put the action figures out, and the kids will buy them up, and we'll make tons of money." Fuck it. Who gives a shit? We'll make the money. They'll watch it somehow, even if it's on on VHS at the time. But um, this is a this is a bad bad time for Hollywood. Um, with the writer strike and the Screen Actors going at the same time, Hollywood is officially done for for now. Probably until, if I were to guess, it'd be the fall. Like they're saying fall negotiations, but it probably will be October, November before we see yeah. any relief I, I to this. I was being optimistic last week when I said, uh, at least when we were talking writers then, um, Labor Day. It'll probably go into October, November. Yeah. Um, they're not budging, and they're not and, budging um, at all. There's no, there's no relief yeah. in the budging. Yeah, yeah. It's, it sucks. Um, so, since we are a geek podcast, do you think Superman Legacy gets moved off July and maybe goes into holiday 2025? I think not only that. I think you're gonna be 
it, I don't think that anything will be announced before six months before release, but I think everything is going to be pushed back. Anything, anything currently in even post production or production because they can't promote it. And once right. they and once they do get back to work, they're going to have a hard time getting promotion running because they'll be catching up on work they're missing now, going back yep. and filming. And it's, it's the pandemic all over again. It's it, it's, and it's just going to be all. It's yeah, the it's, it's the gunshot to the head after being stabbed seventy two times during the pandemic. Yep. It's pretty much what it is. So Hollywood, we love you, but fuck. Um, yeah, that's it for the show. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, we leave on that somber note. <laughs> Hollywood is dead. We'll talk to everybody next week with a jam packed episode. I'm sure. I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about, but we'll we'll figure it out. Thanks everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Peace.